Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. I hope that everyone is having an incredible day today. Thank you for being here with me. As usual, I'm grateful. Uh, You know, committing to doing this podcast weekly has uh, been an interesting and awesome challenge. Um, It is forcing me to really trust myself in ways that I think I was used to in my dance life with regards to the content that I put out. But this podcast runs a close second to my blog in the way that I have had to build trust for myself uh, in the words that I put out. Um, Not whether or not I will speak responsibly. I obviously trust myself to do that, I think. (laughs) But more or less wanting to make sure that I am connecting with myself in a way that allows me to continue to speak from a genuine, unforced, um, relatable space and place. Uh, Yesterday uh, was an interesting lesson for me. I had taken the day off and I had this list of things that I planned to accomplish just miscellaneous things that I had not been able to get to simply because of busy days at work, meetings, employee needs, and or projects. Basically, it never felt like there were enough hours in the day. Lord, we all know that story. So I planned on taking Friday off for nothing more uh, than to not be working. (laughs) to catch up with my own life and to work on uh, laying out the podcast format for this week's episode. Uh, Well, uh, that dream was (laughs) short-lived. That damn phone of mine went to ringing at about 7.50 a.m. that morning. It was work. (sighs) I know. I know in management roles, your responsibilities go beyond eight to five. But listen, I was off and I wanted to selfishly ignore the call or answer and redirect the call. But instead, I answered hot breath and all. (laughs) I spent the next four to five hours resolving an issue that in my head and in my heart, I knew could be fully addressed Monday morning, you know. When I was scheduled to be back in the office Monday. Now, I know that I could have redirected this person's call, but I also knew that it was important for the issue to be resolved quickly in order to maintain that person's confidence and give them peace of mind. I believe that it was the right thing to do in the moment. So I did it with no regret. The however is that in being there for that person's needs, I neglected my own. I think that as a woman in general, we are used to putting others first. As mothers, for sure. As wives, I mean, I'm not in this club yet, but I mean, one day. And as (laughs) professionals, it's kind of who we are. 
I'm happy to be this way because it makes me feel good to be able to do for others, to care for others, to guide, lead, and grow others. But, and this is an important but, it's easy to lose yourself in doing so. About eight, maybe nine years ago, I was at happy hour with a group of my girlfriends. Ah, the days when we were free. When you got dressed to go to work, you know, (laughs) made plans after five and laughed, ate and drank, losing track of time until your kids shoot you that classic stop all your fun text of what are we supposed to eat for dinner? Out. Anywho, one of my girls was in school at the time and she had mentioned something in a story that she was telling us, something that her professor said in a lecture. He said, listen to your life. She kind of talked past the line, but I almost heard nothing else after she said that. It caught the attention of my mind and my spirit to where I carry that quote with me and think about it often to this day. I think about this with regards to our ability to be in tune with ourselves, our mind, our body, our spirit, and overall well-being, and the decisions that we make in and for our lives based on that level of awareness. So today I want to talk about three things, balance, self-connection, and energy. Y'all with me? Word. Do it. Child, I would be coming at you like a total liar and hypocrite if I made it sound like I have this mastered. I am total work in progress in this area, partially due to being a student of self, learning about what balance is for me and continuously readjusting life as I learn better or different. Part of of this imbalance is that I'm naturally a doer and a provider for my family. So we're talking about being attentive to their needs, their lives, what is required to get them to the next level. Remember from my last podcast, constantly thinking about parenting strategy. Another part um, for me is figuring out how to continue to throw out the stones in this bag I burden as a black woman that had me programmed over the years to feel as though I have to show up being stronger than others, outperforming others, being present more than others, being more engaged than others in order to be seen just in the same light as those others. Don't worry, been happily throwing those stones out out the window, working 10 plus hours a day, getting off, making sure that I'm putting in the time and attention with my daughter that she deserves, making sure that I stay connected to my other daughter who lives out of state, taking care of household responsibilities and trying to fit in my passions. Man, there seemed like there was never enough time for me, just me. It may sound small, but when your day is filled with doing for others, when you are a person who is giving of yourself, the act of taking and making time for you has to be intentional. We have to figure out this balance in order to be good for ourselves, our families, and the professional culture that we contribute to. 
there are a few things that I personally have been implementing in order to do better in this area. Um, I'm blocking lunch on my schedule to make sure that I'm even taking the time to feed myself. That's crazy, but I know it needs to be done. So I'm doing that. Um, Carving out time on my schedule for deep thinking in order to plan and move objectives forward thoughtfully and purposefully. Um, I'm requesting that if someone adds meetings to my schedule, that they leave at least 15 minutes between other meetings. I hate back-to-back meetings. (laughs) When I schedule meetings, I do not schedule them longer than 45 minutes unless truly necessary. I have been looking forward on my schedule um, so that I can schedule self-care days off for no reason other than self-care to disconnect, right? Um, And planning vacations, even if I'm not traveling. Um, I am also getting better at leaving unimportant things to be addressed the following day whenever possible to prevent extending my workday, right? Trying not to be in the office more than eight hours, if I can. (laughs) Uh, These things are small things that add up to a larger solution. And in considering what good balance is for me and my life, it is being able to strike a proper work-life balance and be a demonstration of that for my children and for my employees. I do not want them to normalize uh, burning out. It is important for me to show my children how to work smarter, not harder, um, but to be flexible in the times that we need uh, to be in order to achieve objectives. But overworking yourself, child, it ain't never the move. You paying attention? What are some of the ways that you maintain balance in your life? Uh, Look for our post on IG about this episode topic and leave a comment um, under the post letting us know. Um, we've talked about self-connection very lightly in previous podcasts, um, but in depth in my July 2020 blog, Protect Your Peace, Creating Space for Self-Connection. The piece essentially talked about the various commitments and distractions in life that prevent us from connecting with ourselves. In the blog, I wrote, um, Time is something so valuable as it's the one thing that we can't get back. Yet we spend it so frivolously. We spread ourselves so thin that at the end of the day, we have nothing left for ourselves. Just the simple desire to reset and rest. In a strange way, the world has created this diluted perception of success, this robotic workaholic that stays in constant motion and continuously sacrifices wellness and relationships in order to reach some fairy tale version of eminence. Super parents in the building, you know the next layer to this, the societal belief that you can fly in with your cape and set play dates, transport kids to and from activities with the wink of an eye coordinate the household and manage to feel attractive for your partner or your spouse all while planning life's next big moves. Oh, and we can't forget about the World Wide Web 
We can debate whether this is Al Gore's or Beyonce's internet. What? Is this a debate? We all know it's bees. Whosoever it is, <laughs> it has managed to occupy our lives by putting work, information, networking, entertainment, and socializing at our fingertips. Man, I am exhausted just reading that back. <laughs> But that life is so real for so many of us. So how do we make sure that we're preserving our self-connection in order to achieve this balance that we speak of, right? In the blog, I talk about creating a space for just you, whether it's in your house, on your porch, or patio, or in your garden. Have a space that you can retreat to where you can connect with you. <laughs> okay. Men create man caves <laughs> and I encourage women to create queens quarters, honey. <laughs> this is the space that I sit in and tap into my thoughts, my creativity, my breathing. This is the space that allows me the stillness that keeps me connected to peace. Come on now. The last thing that I'm going to talk about is energy. Listen now. I am of an age where energy is everything. And when I walk into a room, I try to fill it with good energy. And when engaging with others, I do so with good energy and positive intent. But listen, when I encounter bad energy, child, it's like kryptonite, okay? (laughs) I want zero parts of it. I'm like, dang, who burnt your bacon this morning? Uh uh-uh, honey, keep that shit to yourself. I'm serious <laughs> though. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> okay, seriously. I have found myself taking the time more often to really have the conversations with people who I know don't want to present that way. Uh, one, to do a check in because I'm like, are you okay? But two, because if you are someone who I know this bad energy is not your normal, then I want to help hold you accountable to who I know you strive to be. And for me, if anyone asks me, are you doing okay? Or is everything going okay? Honey, that is my cue to self-check because that means my energy is off. See, it's not about being perfect. It's about awareness and clarity around who we strive to be on a day-to-day basis. Energy sets the tone for conversations, resolutions, and collaborations. It influences how we engage with one another and has the power to open and close the doors to relationships and opportunities. Say it. I can stand firm in telling you that we each individually have enough to manage in life without translating and burdening the bad energy of others life is too short I wish I could play that song right there (laughs) I am so serious about this I am super mindful of what social media sites I indulge in daily and how often I can only watch certain types of tv and movies and I now can only watch the news when I have the capacity thanks agent orange Part of my balance is not allowing anything other than positive energy in my space. 
I can't open myself up to clenching my pearls all day. Swatting bad energy flies out my personal space. Get on, shoe fly. (laughs) The energy of kindness is so legit. Some people think that kindness and the spirit of kindness gives the impression of weakness. Wait, what? And to that, I would rebut by saying that only someone who enjoys living in the company of misery would make that assumption. Child, misery does love company. (laughs) Protecting your energy (laughs) is essential in creating a balanced life. We can't allow others to intrude on our joy, our positivity, our happiness, our resolve. We have to maintain a good head, heart, and spirit in order to stay aligned with who we are. We have to create the boundaries and place the sign on our forehead that says positive vibes only in all caps girl (laughs) we never know when these lessons and reminders like the one i experienced yesterday will show up i managed to reset my energy salvage the remainder of the day even though it looked different than what i intended i didn't get to all of the things that i wanted to and my creative juices seemed to just dry up I was up until three in the morning throwing out ideas to myself (laughs) about this episode topic, trying to make something stick. I tossed and turned and moved to different locations in the house and then just decided to sleep on it, man. When I woke up and hit that routine, remember clockwork. I stood in the shower and as I prayed, the creativity and the words just began to flow. Won't he do it? Yesterday was the obvious topic. The lesson I was reminded of and the charge to listen to my life were clear. And sharing this experience with you was only right. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. I wrote in that July 2020 blog that it's so easy to get caught up in the daily grind that the sound of our own thoughts become faint and sometimes unrecognizable. We find ourselves floating through life rather than actually living life. And if we're not living life, then we are wasting the gift of time. Remember, we can't be good in the long run to ourselves or to our loved ones If we don't take the time for self-care, here is the important part, friends. We should do this without guilt, without distractions, and with intention. Say it. Finding our balance takes time and can be something that is ever-changing as we as humans are ever-changing. The point of listening to your life, y'all, is to live in a space of presence So that when your balance needs adjusted, that you are connected enough to yourself and to your energy to make the shift. You feel me? Speak on it now. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.